Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Sorry it's been so long since the last one. We've been busy with uh, certain things. But we're back now, and we got some exciting things coming. Today we're going to have Mr. Badner on the podcast, talking about his time in Poland. You guys enjoy. You're a kaifer, you're a mamzer, you're a bengusha, you're a chalutza, you're a bensaramara, you're a chamor. We're back! Back on the podcast. We got Banner today. First time in, I don't even know how long. Me and Freddie have been slacking. Mostly me. It's my fault. Um, we're, we're ready to interview the bad man who just got back after being stuck in Poland for two weeks with Corona. Probably the most unlucky man. Um, let's get to it. Banner. Uh, Welcome on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Let's go. All right, Banner. First, tell me about Poland itself. How was, how was the trip for you overall? The trip overall was very inspiring, very meaningful. Um, I mean, there's not much more I could say. Like, I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it, was, like, it was an incredible bonding experience. A lot of, like, it's weird to say that it was a lot of fun. Right. But, like, yeah, it, there were parts of it uh, that were a lot of fun. Very cool. And maybe give us your top three moments or maybe like one like super spiritual moment that you had. Um, well, that's actually pretty hard because of how many there were. Um, I would say the, I would say the best day is what uh, was the day um, where, when we went to Majdanek. That was like very, very hard. Um, mainly because we started out on a high. We had this Rosh Chodesh davening, which was like very, like beautiful. You know, lots of dancing, singing, everything. We went to Majdanek, which was like the lowest place you could get to. We saw the barracks, we saw the gas chambers, we saw the uh, we saw the showers. Uh, what's it called? We saw the crematorium, and then we saw like the mount, the memorial of the Mount of Ash, um, which is very hard. And then we went to after that, like we drove over to uh, the the grave of. Rub Eli Melech of Lezhinsk, which is like, and we had a tish there, which was like the highest thing ever. Fire. It was insane. Like, it was incredible. And honestly, it was, it was just a very hard day, but it was very meaningful. All right, now, now that we've heard your, your meaningful moment, let's hear like your most fun moment or your most, like the best time that it was like bonding with the Chavr. Oh my God. A moment Pro- like that. Probably just like singing on the bus. Like whenever we were sitting on the bus, we would like break out and like singing. At some points, uh, there were times like, our tour guide, Zach Jath, he was basically telling us how, like, he said that, like, we were, like, the best clever. Like, there would be t- points when we were sleeping, everybody was asleep. When we were awake, everybody was awake. Like, there would be points when people were singing and everybody would be singing. It was like, oh, my God. It's so fun. Full Kabbalah Shabbat on the bus. Exactly. Actually? Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. You know, guys, uh, some of you know my story, but uh, I wish I could have been there. Sounds like a yeah. crazy time. Uh, Tell your story. Yeah, it's, well, me and Ravi are actually going to do a podcast about both of our stories. I got stuck here. Well, I was in Poland for a day, you guys know, and Ravi got stuck in America. We'll tell our stories on a later podcast, but back to Badner. Um, all right, so. What else? Take us through the, take us through the, the quarantine. The, the, no, the day you find out you have corona. So you guys are all testing, right? Right. So I was actually one of the first to test because they basically do it in name order. 
Uh, we had davening, we ate breakfast. It was about seven in the morning, I would say, 7.15. I go up, I'm waiting, I get the result. Like I'm, I'm sitting there, they, but when they took, when I took the test, they like shove it, poking at your brain. They shove <laughs> the Q-tip, like poking at your brain. Worst thing ever, like I never experienced anything like it before. Um, and then we basically, uh, yeah, and then I went downstairs and then I just all of a sudden see someone texting into the chat like, uh oh, like bad news in quarantine, which like he felt bad after because like, I, I don't know, like I guess you're not supposed to go and say if someone uh, tested positive because it's like a personal thing, like I didn't care. And then like the whole chat went off and I went upstairs uh, and I quarantined in my room. And when my roommates in the hotel room actually came, I, like they made me go outside. Like they wouldn't let me be in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't blame them. Wait, so take me through that. Right when you find out, once, right when you see the text, Badner, you're in quarantine, tell me like what you're feeling. What I'm feeling, I'm like, well, this is the risk that I took, you know? I came to Poland, this is the risk that I took by coming here. And I, like, I thought I had it before. Like, when, before we went on our, a lot trip, the week before, I thought I, had, I got a cold. Then, I, then it went away, then we went on our a lot trip, and then I got a cold there, and then that went away. And then review, I came in and I lost my sense of smell and taste, but I think that was just from the cold. So I thought I had it. Like I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, we all thought you had the Rona. Yeah. And every, yeah. everybody was running away from me also. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, Wait, so that's a really positive mindset. But yeah, listen, like I took, like, this is what I respect coming to, you know? Wow. Okay, so you go into quarantine and everyone leaves. Yeah. Like, what do you do? What do you do the first day? First day, were, so... Were you worried, like, you didn't have food, or, like, no, what, what I mean, happened with all that? Uh, so, the first day, like, I had, um, soup cups, so, like, I made soup cups for lunch. <laughs> um, no, I was in the hotel room. Man. Then, uh, what's it called? Yeah, and then, like, around one o'clock, I went to the hotel, to the Airbnb, right? Uh, there, it was a pretty nice place. I have pictures. If I, I'll show you after. For sure. If I didn't, did I, I don't know if I showed you, did I? No. No? I'll show you after. Want to pull them out right now? Podcast, I'm sorry, but yeah. you can get the reaction. Live yeah. reaction. Yeah. Live reaction on live, the pictures live, of the Airbnb. Live reaction on the pictures. Get sorry, hype, sorry. everyone. Guys, these are the pictures of the Airbnb that Badner stayed in. The famous Badner. Oh, my oh. gosh. Yeah. This is the kitchen. Beautiful yeah. kitchen. Beautiful couch. Yeah. Nice painting yeah. in the background. So, yeah. Those I mean, windows look nice. You probably peered out them beautiful. all day. Yeah, it was beautiful. Wait, so that's it? Yeah, that was it. It's all right, nice Banner, I don't know how you didn't lose your mind in that tiny apartment, <laughs> but good yeah. for Banner, guys. Guys, Banner is probably the most positive guy in all Yeshiva. He, yeah. I mean, he's, always, he's always happy. He always has a smile. Yeah. But he needs a buzz cut. Uh, no, I do not. Okay, but, back to the, back to the but, topic. Okay, so, yeah, so actually Brian was with me. Render. So The GOAT. Yeah, Put some respect on the name. Insane. Shout out Ryan Render. Mazatov on your engagement. We love you, Ryan. And Shout Hashem, we're all dancing at your wedding. Yeah, Mazatov. Mazatov. Was, that was actually very exciting when we found out. I was like, oh my God, there's no way. Yeah, craziest thing um, ever. No, so I basically got there. And I mean, catered food. Like lunch was, like they gave me tuna salad, whatever. So like, the craziest thing is dinner was me and Ryan. They gave me enough food for six people. So you ate it all? No, I wasted a ton. Oy. <laughs> I can't eat all of that. But you feasted though. <laughs> I did feast. I did feast. But uh, yeah, no, I can't, I can't eat all that. It was a waste. Yeah. And it upset that. me, but what are you going to do? You're, Banner's an environment guy. He doesn't like to waste stuff. Yeah. Oh, well. Shara Shem. All right, Shem. Banner. Um, yeah. So what, what did you do in quarantine? Which, take me through 
My your, day? Your day. My day? Your day yeah, what, right. what was your schedule? What was your routine? So, I woke up at 8.30, 9.30 latest. Uh, I daven, or tried to daven. There were some days where I wasn't able to, but, you know, I did my best to daven. Sure. I'd make breakfast. I'd watch an hour of TV when I was eating my breakfast. Uh, then I would read. For, like, I read for most of the day. I was reading, and I am learning Parsha Pakude yeah. in Yeshiva. Because uh, it's my Bar Mitzvah Parsha, so I was going over that. Mazel tov. Oh, thank you. Um, when is it? It's coming up. Yeah, next week. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. So hype. Yeah, no, I can't wait. In Shabbos? Uh, optional. Everyone, it's an optional shop, so banners, laning, Parsha Pakude. Everyone must be there. <laughs> Everyone must be at this laning of the Bar Mitzvah boy. So, Bizarre Hashem. It should right. be a beautiful Shabbat. Should be. So, um, you, after you land, yeah, what you do? Yeah, so, whatever. So, like, that, I mean, that's what I did for most of the day. And, what's it called? Um, yeah, so I did that for most of the day. And, um, yeah, I mean, I would watch another hour of TV with lunch. And then I would go back to reading. It was actually a really cool book. So, Zach, our tour guide, mm-hmm. gave me this book called The Choice. Uh, by Edith Edger, Edger, I think it's Edger, um, but it's really interesting. She's a Holocaust survivor, and, and she basically, she be, in her 50s, she became a psychologist, which again is pretty late in life, but it's still just impressive. Phenomenal book, aside from like all my science fiction and fantasy and all that, I think this might be my favorite book, honestly. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it talks awesome. about how you could basically look at so, like, the negative side versus the positive side. And you always have the choice on how to react. And it was, like, it was just incredible. So that helped you push through quarantine? Yeah. At the like, reading side? that book, oh, it was honestly incredible. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, like, I, what else? Like, I went on for some class. I only went on for, like, two, three classes. So, like, I didn't really go on for that many. Um, yeah, and then, like, I learned with Ravilai, so he helped me with that. So he helped me get through. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, that was, that was, like, my daily schedule, basically, like, four hours max of TV, uh, people were calling me in and out, so, uh, you know, I got a, that, that was a lot of fun, yeah. like, people would call me, like, left sure. and right. He called you at the Tish? Oh, my Brought God. Brought you in? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, you that always was, had like, a huge highlights. smile on your face every time we yeah. called you. Yeah. That's the most impressive part. Well, how can I not? You guys are calling me. Wow. I made my day. Wow. So glad. So... Halfway through, Ryan left, right? Oh, this is a crazy story. So what happened? Tell, tell okay, okay. It. So Ryan left on Wednesday night before Shabbat. Okay, he left at 10 o'clock. The night before Tuesday night, I wake up to, at 3 a.m. to my... I have, I have one of these charging boxes with two outlets and like four USB, uh, USB ports. I wake up at 3 in the morning, smoke rising. Like, I just wake up to the snow, and then I hear crackling. I had to unplug it, and I was up for, like, a f- solid, like, five, ten minutes while waiting for the thing to cool down. And then, like, I had to put it to the side. Oh, boy. I had to use render. I had to borrow Render's uh, charger for a bit. Wednesday night, like, Wednesday night at around 8 o'clock before we left, I had to make sure that it was at 100%. And I wasn't u- and I couldn't use my phone at all until, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Thursday, when the couple came in. Wow. Wait, so who came in after? Um, we, we had uh, one of the couples from MTVA uh, came in to stay, with, to stay with us. There was also another girl That's very nice. from MTVA that who got you, stuck. Who were you with? What? So who was it? Uh, Noah Ablin. Shot Noah Ablin. Um, yeah. So did you guys... Was, yes. 
Did you guys uh, like have meals together? Were you guys yeah, like, hanging so, out at all? Uh, yeah, so for Shabbat we did meals together, which was very nice. Um, yeah. Asia you know, style question mark? No, no. She has a boyfriend. No. Awkward silence. <laughs> hey, in soccer there's a goalie, but you still shoot. Let's not <laughs> let's not put that in there. But okay. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> was it fun? Was like was it helpful having someone to be with that like from NTVA or was it uh, uh yeah no hard? so Again, like, one of the best parts was the limited human interaction. Like, one of the best parts, the two best things about being in quarantine was the limited human interaction and the catered food. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Um, no, but really, uh, what's it called? So, you know, I would go over. I went over for Shabbat. Uh, we actually went. There's a castle, like, right nearby, so we walked there on Shabbat. That's nice. Which was nice. It's really cool. The, the whole town is, like, this medieval, uh, medieval town. Right. Um, so that was really cool. Walking around the Jewish quarter, um, again, like I saw everything already, but even then, like every time I walked through, like it, like it blew my mind. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I walked over a few times to hang out. Not much else. That's nice. It was nice to probably have someone to be with. Yeah. Least, yeah. Was going through the same thing as you. Yeah, exactly. It was good. We got a special guest to come on to the podcast today. Let's give her a ring. Noah Ablin, shout out. Let's give her a ring. Ask her about her time in Poland. Noah, you're on the podcast right now. It's live. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm in the base currently. Guys, she's in the base and she's excited. She's stagging and we're being a little bit Torah, but it's all good. Um, Noah, tell us, give us a little summary about your time in Poland. And then, yeah, so let's start with that. Okay. So basically, I tested positive on Sunday. And then I got moved to an Airbnb with my Madrika and was stuck there for 10 days. And I ordered Starbucks every day and watched all the Harry Potter movies. That's pretty much it. That's very impressive. And was it was it a tough time mentally for you? It wasn't fun. I was alone. <laughs> it was fine. Do you think you gained anything from it? Did you do anything productive? Um, did I gain anything from it? I don't I did Wordle every day, and I got it every day. Okay, so she became a Wordle king, or queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, okay, that's pretty solid. So, we talked to Isaac Badner about um, the few times you guys were able to be together, and uh, the Shabbos meal, and the walk you guys took around the Jewish place in Poland, uh, the, the Jewish area. Tell us about the time with Badner, and uh, if it was helpful that you had someone in like, the same boat as you. Just tell us about that. Um, it was pretty chill when we when we hang, hung. It was like pretty chill the whole time, and it was like a good time. We're okay, back. it was a good time. Um, yeah. That that sounds like a good time, Noah. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, okay, that's all we have. Uh, thank you for thank you for joining us and being a special guest. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on the podcast.
how how long like did it feel like like it was a week and a half right oh and he couldn't, a week and a half extra yeah so did, so it, did it, it feel like a week and a half or did it feel like five so months it was one week for the trip and then 10 days for the it it honestly felt really short wow. again yeah. like, i made the most of my time um the biggest thing for me was i was actually feeling a burnout in yeshiva that was like the biggest thing for me is uh the burnout mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like a Gemara, it wasn't a burnout in Yeshiva, but a Gemara burnout. So I think like going on the trip was like helped a lot with that, where like I wasn't looking at a Gemara, but then even more so having the time to kind of like reflect on myself, like those 10 days where I was just like sitting there on my own, not looking at a Gemara, like reflecting on the trip on my own and not being with anyone and kind of like being in my own space. I think that helped a lot. Sure. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was it was an incredible experience. I hope no one else goes through it, but you know. So tell me about the fight back and like when you get out of quarantine. What are you feeling? How excited are you? Oh my god! Okay, so it wasn't when I found, it was when I finally got back. Okay, so when we were done with the trip, I was by the way I was done. Like when I was getting that first COVID test, I was done. And then I found out I got positive. Funny story, actually. I tested positive. They called me down for the next test. First, they did my left nostril, and I tested positive. Then they did my right nostril, and then I tested positive. Oh. And then I, they did my left nostril. No, I, rather, I tested negative when they did the right. Yeah. And then I tested positive when they did the left. So it was left, right, left, positive, negative, positive. And then I had to do the PCR. So only your left nostril was positive. Pretty much, which was weird. I had no symptoms also. So like I you had no symptoms the whole time? No, I was really annoyed. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. I was very annoyed. Sorry, Banner. Yeah, it sucked. But it and was also good. Yeah. From what you're saying. No, like, it sucked that I didn't bad it, As bad it, as it was, it was also probably very beneficial. It was pretty good. The only thing I really, like, felt left out in was the uh, Super Bowl party. Right. Like, I really wanted to be back for that. For sure. But yeah, I hear that. What are you going to do? Wait, so tell me about, tell me about how you felt when you, get, when you got out of quarantine. Yeah, so, I mean, we got to the year. I was... So I was done with Poland when we were done with the trip. Like once I was taking the test, I was like, okay, finally, like we're going home. I just didn't like want to be there anymore. And so like after that, like I found out and I was like, okay, you know what? This is the risk I was willing to take. I'm here. It happened. There's nothing I can do. Might as well make the best of the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I went on and but like once Tuesday, like once Wednesday came around before my flight, I was like 10 times as much done as I was when we were done with the trip. I can imagine. Okay. And so like coming, like when I got to the airport, I was like ready to leave. By the way, I had to do a layover because I went from Krakow and then I had to fly into Warsaw and then I had a layover and then I had to fly to Israel from Warsaw. So I had like a, I don't know, like three hour layover maybe. Something like that, two hours. Um, yeah, so, and then, but once, oh my God, once I finally got back to Israel, it was, like I was at home, I was finally home. It's probably the best feeling ever. Oh my, dude, like, it was crazy. You kissed the floor? No, I didn't. I didn't have time. Like, we were waiting for the taxi. Like, the taxi was there, yeah. so I didn't have time. I was going to, but, uh, you know, I couldn't. But once I, like, I walked in to TVA, I walked back to Yeshiva home, at around uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock. And, you know, I, like, I felt like I was at home. Then I, like, I find, like I learned a little bit before going up to bed. And then I slept from like 6.30 until 10. And I came back to the 
warmest welcome ever. Like everybody like dancing. Like I got like put onto someone's shoulders, onto Fold's shoulders. It was real. It was real beautiful. I feel so bad. I woke you up. I walked into your room to to talk to Light, and you were there. And I got so excited. I screamed <laughs> bad. Yeah. No. Like I was happy, dude. Everyone tackled you. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. How were you feeling in that in that exact moment? I was like, what was going through your head? I was like, I don't know. You kind of feel like like you know that people care about you, but it's not like like it's kind of like a subtle thing. So it's like when everybody comes in like at once. And then, like, individually after giving it, like, everybody's greeting you and giving hugs, it's, like, you really, like, feel like, every, like, you, you're reminded of how much everybody really does care about you. And it's, like, it's crazy. Like, I was reminded, like, when people were calling me and it was, like, but you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, like, uh, thing, like, you don't really think about it. Like, oh, yeah, like, I have my friends, but it's, like, do they, like, do they right. care about me? But then it's, like, when everybody came over to give me hugs and it was, like, it was just refreshing to know that, like, yeah. I'm back home. For sure. Wow, Banner, that's an insane porn story. Um, I'm just impressed with everything that you went through and the mindset and your attitude that you had this entire time. Shkoyach to you. Thank you. And that wraps up the porn story, but I want to ask you a, a bonus question. Tell me about your hair and when you started growing it out. What's, what's the, the deep meaning behind it and why you refuse to get a haircut? Okay, so ever since I was in like middle school, I always wanted to grow my hair out. You know, I was like, I always wanted to, but I was never allowed. For what reason though? Like the what, school. No, no. Why? Why did you want to grow your hair out? Because I thought it looked cool. It's different. Everybody has like a three on the sides and like short on the sides and long on top, or like like the like the classic Jew cut where it's like a three on the sides and like a little puff on top. You yep, know. Yeah. And I just wanted to be different. I don't like it. I'm different. You know. You see me. I'm a weird guy. I wear like my band t-shirts. <laughs> Shabbat, I wear my floral shirts. <laughs> I'm the Ben Halen t-shirt on right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm a weird guy. I wore heels in high school. Okay, that's Which, cool. I, I actually that's got that. From, I actually got that from my older brother, Brayden. That's so legend. Shout out to you, Brayden, if you're listening to this. Um, shout out, Brayden. Thanks for the heels. Yeah. The thank you for the heels. Um, but yeah, no, so a lot of it was I wanted to be different. And then I got to high school and it was the same thing again. They just wouldn't let me grow it out. And everybody has the same haircut and I just wanted to grow it out, be different from any, everybody. And I felt like, like one of the things that we learned on the trip was that hair is like the only thing that you could cut to create like a self-expression, you know? Once like women had their heads shaved, it was like a part of their identity was like taken away. Something that we learned. Um, which is very strong and it's true because hair is the one thing that like you could cut and grow back and you could cut it to the way that you want and it it expresses the way that you are Um, and I think that's something that's very and so not being able to express who I really am you know it's it's hard Um, but yeah so like I would always push my walk in high school like I would go they would ask me to uh, cut my hair and I would go like two months later and they got pissed off I'd go two months later to the barber I pushed it off for as long as I could um but yeah here I am now I'm growing my hair out I can finally tie it up so I'm happy about that it's cool that's a good look on you banner thank you do you ever plan on getting a haircut in the future or are you gonna grow Um, it out to your feet one day no 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 I'm gonna the truth is I'll probably like keep it at like shoulder length for about like three or four years maybe keep like I wanna keep the style for a little bit and then when I feel like I need to change it up I'll change it up wow
I'm excited for this journey of yeah. your hair, Ben. Oh, thank you. I, I am too. We'll see where I go. His is hair planned out better than I do the rest of my life. Same here. <laughs> hey, that's better than I have the rest of my life also. Okay. So. You got something though. Yeah. Listen, I'm sure you have something. You just haven't figured it out. That means I have nothing. That, that pretty much wraps this all up. Banner, I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Truly amazing story. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Finally had an excuse to be on. See you next time. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Banner. Sorry you had to go through all that. But now, at least you have a cool uh, story to tell. And also, maybe an interest file. Hmm. Also, big thanks to Noah Ablin for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Can't wait for the next episode. See you later.